In today's programme, we'd learn about a cute animal that goes by the less cute name of the Tasmanian Devil. What's remarkable is why this creature is fast disappearing. And what's scary is that the Tasmanian Devil suffers from a cancer that's contagious. You're listening to The Science Show on Cambridge 105. In this section called Scientists at Work, we talk to people who, for some reason or another, find themselves working, researching or thinking about science in Cambridge, England. Chris visited the Sanger Institute in Hingston, just south of Cambridge. What did you think about the place, Chris? Well, I thought it was really impressive, Roger, thanks to some great funding by the UK's largest medical charity, the Wellcome Trust. And it was really neat to see where they studied genetics of health and disease and where they mapped the first human genome. So Roger and I were really fortunate to meet Dr. Elizabeth Murchison there, a research fellow at Sanger and in the medical sciences at King's College, Cambridge. And she shared with us about a strange, contagious cancer and how it's threatening to wipe out Tasmanian devils. I started by asking Elizabeth what her research was about. My research is on cancer in Tasmanian devils, uh, which might sound a little bit random, but in fact, Tasmanian devils are the only species that we know of at the moment that are actually going extinct because of cancer. And that's because they have a very particular and unusual kind of cancer, which is transmissible. It's a cancer which spreads between Tasmanian devils by biting. How is this contagious cancer different from the type of cancer we're more familiar with? Well... We're very familiar with cancer, and uh, we all know that cancer occurs when a single cell in our bodies starts to grow abnormally. It starts to produce more and more copies of itself. And the reason for that is that it acquires mutations in its DNA, which start driving that cell to, to greater proliferation and, and cell growth. But as cancer grows within the body, sometimes it can spread away from the site where it originally occurred and move to different parts of the body. That's called metastasis. But usually what happens is that as cancer progresses, it becomes incompatible with the survival of the host. And so the cancer patient usually dies, and then also the the cancer dies itself. Tasmanian devil cancer is very unusual because the cancer is able to survive beyond the death of the individual animal that gave rise to the cancer by spreading cancer cells between animals by the transfer of living cancer cells. And so, basically, this cancer arose in a single Tasmanian devil, just like any cancer that we might know of in humans. But before that Tasmanian devil died, those cancer cells were somehow spread into other Tasmanian devils. Somehow, we don't really understand how, they were able to evade the immune system, even though they came from a different Tasmanian devil. And from there, they spread through the devil population as an epidemic an infectious epidemic of cancer. So my research is um, trying to understand why this happened, how it happened, and uh, ultimately trying to find something that will help save the devil from extinction from this cancer. Now for those of us who aren't familiar, what is a Tasmanian devil? Because to me it brings to mind a cartoon character. Well, many people are familiar with Taz, which is a cartoon character from Warner Brothers, one of Bugs Bunny's friends who spins around and around and is very ferocious and eats a lot. Very famous uh, cartoon character, but actually not many people know that there really is a real Tasmanian devil, which is a little animal. It's a marsupial, Uh, so it's related to kangaroos and koalas, and it's found only in Tasmania, which is uh, that island just to the south of the mainland of Australia, and it's the world's largest carnivorous marsupial. It's very famous because it's got extremely strong jaws, huge teeth and a terrifying scream. That's how it got its name. 
but actually they're, um, they're pretty docile and they're quite lovable when you see them in, in person. How does this contagious cancer spread in the Tasmanian devil? Well, we think what happens is that because this is a facial cancer that affects devils, it grows on their face and sometimes inside their mouth. And what we think happens is that tumour cells actually slough off the tumours themselves inside the mouth and get into the saliva. And devils tend to bite each other a lot. That's part of their behaviour. Then when they bite each other, they actually transmit living cancer cells to the next Tasmanian devil. And somehow and we don't really understand this, those cancer cells don't get killed by the immune system, but rather they continue to grow and form a tumour in in the next Tasmanian devil. What kind of research are you doing to study this contagious cancer in Tasmanian devils? Well, I'm a geneticist, and my interests have been sequencing the DNA from the Tasmanian devil and also from its cancer to try to understand where the cancer came from and how it's evolved as it's spread through Tasmania. And um, I've been doing this at the Wellcome Trust Sanger Institute by um, taking DNA from devils and actually putting it onto these high-tech sequencing machines that we have now, which allow us to sequence whole genomes in a relatively short amount of time, in about two weeks. Now, with the Tasmanian devil, we didn't previously really have any sequence information about their DNA, and so we had to really start from scratch and build what's called an assembly, but put all the DNA together so we can understand where the genes are and, uh, and how the genome is organised, just like the Human Genome Project. So we've now finished the Devil Genome Project, and uh, we've also sequenced the cancer of the devil and mapped it to the devil genome and found all the places where, it's mut- where the cancer DNA is mutated. And we know that cancer is caused by mutations, so we're very interested in finding out how those mutations might have led to this cancer. And what have you found in terms of mutations? Yes, well, in the Tasmanian devil, we found about 400 genes that are mutated in the cancer, and we haven't found evidence for in the normal devil population. And some of those genes are known to be involved in human cancers. Uh, So we're very busy investigating at the moment whether these particular genes are important in driving the Tasmanian devil cancer. Um, but we're also very interested in understanding the genes that have mutated that have allowed the cancer to evade the immune system. And so uh, we've been very interested to look at immune genes in the Tasmanian devil and find mutations which might be important in that process. Do you think this contagious cancer might affect organisms other than the Tasmanian devil? Yes, actually, there's another transmissible cancer which is transmitted in the same way as the Tasmanian devil cancer by the transfer of living cancer cells in dogs. Uh, But this cancer is actually sexually transmitted, and it's found in dogs all around the world. So how common is this dog-contagious cancer? It's pretty rare in the UK, but almost everywhere else in the world, uh, it's quite common. But unlike the Tasmanian devil cancer, it's not usually fatal for the dogs. They can often recover and they can be cured with chemotherapy. So it's less of of an urgent health problem, but it's a really interesting and fascinating cancer and disease because it's, we think, thousands of years old. This is a cancer which has been in continuous existence for the last hundreds to possibly thousands or tens of thousands of years. So from the point of view of evolution, it can teach us a lot about how cancers can adapt to surviving long-term and evading the immune system and spreading through a host population uh, all around the world. 
Is it possible for contagious cancer to affect humans too then? Well, there actually are several cases of cancers that have been transmitted between two people, not further than that. So, for instance, um, there are cases where people have had an organ transplant and they've received a kidney from, um, from another person and accidentally cancer cells were transmitted along with the kidney and that can lead to cancer in the organ recipient. That's extremely rare, but there are some cases of it. There's also a very scary case in the literature of a surgeon who was operating on a cancer patient and he accidentally cut himself during the operation and five months later he got a tumour on his hand and it turned out to be from the patient and somehow his immune system had been unable to reject it. There's also some very rare cases of cancers which arise from a fetus or from a placenta and then spread into the mother, or vice versa, there's cases where the mother has a cancer that can spread into the fetus. But these cases are all extremely rare, and I think it's really important from studying the Tasmanian devil cancer, we can potentially learn how these cancers can be transmissible in humans and also prevent an outbreak happening like has happened uh, in the case of the Tasmanian devil. Elizabeth, why do you think it's important for people to support this kind of research? Well, contagious cancers um, are very rare, so we only know of this one case in Tasmanian devils and this other case that affects dogs. But transmissible cancers could, in fact, emerge in any species. We don't think there's anything particularly special about Tasmanian devils or dogs, other than they, Tasmanian devils perhaps bite each other quite a lot. But basically, cancers like this could occur in other species, including humans. So I think it's really, really important to understand how these cancers can come about, how they can evolve and adapt to evade the immune system, so that if it did happen in humans or other species, we, uh, we can intervene and perhaps prevent it from continuing through the population as an epidemic. But also, I think my major goal and um, motivation for doing this is that the Tasmanian devil is really a unique and fascinating and absolutely gorgeous little animal. It's um, my favourite animal. And uh, if the Tasmanian devil were to go extinct from this, ta- from this horrible cancer, it would just be really awful. And plus, when you see the Tasmanian devils in the wild suffering with these tumours, it's just heartbreaking. And so I'm really hoping that this research will help us to, to solve this problem before it's too late. And are there any other resources people might look up to learn more about this contagious cancer or to support the Tasmanian devil cause? Well, last year I did a TED Talk, which is a kind of online presentation which um, anybody can access on the internet. Um, So it's a little talk that uh, describes this type of cancer and gives you a little bit more information. So if you Google my name and TED, you'll find that. There's also other resources on the internet. There's a website about Tasmanian devils, uh, which will give you some more information about the disease. And if you want to help, you can also donate money to the cause. That was Elizabeth Murchison at the Sanger Institute. Chris, can you share with us again how we might find more information on this contagious cancer? Yes, well, if you go to TED.com and search for Tasmanian devils, you can watch Elizabeth give her TED Talk on fighting a contagious cancer, but fair warning that it does contain some disturbing images. You can also learn more about the Tasmanian devil and how you can help at www tassiedevil.com.au and to learn more about the Sanger Institute here and its impressive research programs go to www.sanger.ac.uk That's pretty much all for today's show 
Scientists at Work is made by the Science Show team on Community Radio, Cambridge 105. You can also find past episodes on the website, www.cambridge105.fm. You can also subscribe to future podcasts with the iTunes store. You can get in touch with us on the email science at cambridge105.fm or on Twitter at 105science. Till next time, it's bye from the Science Show team of Roger Frost and Chris Crease. You're listening to The Science Show on Cambridge 105.